You're listening to the Skift Podcast. Today, we feature Kresner International CEO Philippe Zuber in conversation with Skift Editor-in-Chief Sarah Kopit on stage in Dubai at Skift Global Forum East last week. They spoke on the topic of inspiring innovation in hospitality. Visit live.skift.com to learn more about how you can attend or view our next industry-defining event. Enjoy the conversation. And now, please welcome CEO of Kersner International, Philippe Zuber, in conversation with Skift Editor-in-Chief, Sarah Cope. the last ones. Thank you for yeah, joining me are. today. <laughs> yeah. So this is such a beautiful hotel. We've had such a great time here. Uh, thank you for thank you for having us. Let's talk about luxury. So what do you think? Do you think luxury is a moving target or do you think it's one of those indelible qualities that, you know, is really timeless? What do you are you are you do you move things around? Do you have uh, do you change it up? How does that work here? Yeah, absolutely. So good afternoon and thank good you afternoon. for having me. I think this hotel is a perfect example about what luxury is all about. And um, I guess you will agree that uh, it's something special. Yeah. And um, we are really pushing the boundaries. And for us, this is a kind of a good example on how we can push extremely hard by redefining what Atlantis is all about, Atlantis de Royal, and how we can really have an integrated resort from a high-end market. And that's actually was the response from our guest, and uh, we are managing as well one and only, which is very bespoke, very niche, ultra luxury. But in fact, it came from a statement that our guests, when they are coming to a hotel, first they like to stay longer. This is the trend that when you go on vacation, you want three, four, five nights. And actually with Kirsner, it's 4.5 nights as an average length of stay. So if you calculating how many dining opportunity you have in a stay of four nights. Mm -hmm. If you are in a boutique hotel, usually you have two to three restaurants. And then people usually, when they're on vacations, they don't want only to dining to one place or dining two or three times to the same place. And what Atlantis de Royal is providing over and above the extraordinary Aquaventure, the largest water park of the world, it has so many dining opportunities that in fact you extend the type of experiences that you can have. So this is the new level of luxuries to expand the level of choices. And that by that, we have a larger inventory. So we have more rooms, it's a bigger place, and you expand as well the type of experiences that you can provide. So that's an aspect, but it's as well in a luxury, people want as well yeah. some classic approach. And uh, we sense there is a nostalgia, and the nostalgia is about services. Uh. It's about the art of hospitality, the way that people want to be welcome, and the standard that they're expecting when they're engaging with customers. It's really, really important. So the importance of colleagues in terms of engagement, training, anticipations, give us that regardless of the generations, they expected the services to be on the highest level. So it's a mix between yeah. those two. No, it's interesting. When we were back in the green room, I'll give a shout out to uh, and one of the employees here, I don't know her name, but I was mentioning to a colleague that it was a little warm. I didn't say it to her, I just said it to a colleague of mine. 
And, you know, she came over, asked for some coffee later, and she said, is the temperature okay? And it was a little bit cooler. She had turned it down for me. You know, that type of, you know, little touch I noticed, and it's, you know, it's wonderful, and that's a real sign of luxury. So I also want to talk about wellness. That has captured a whole new kind of imagination among travelers. What is Kirsner doing in the wellness, in the wellness space? So the wellness space, as much as the food and beverage and everything, is uh, becoming so key. It's a different element. So there is the medical part of wellness, which um, we have um, tried to venture, but we have realized that it's so specialized, that's what not ultra luxury want. Yeah. They really want still, when they are within our hotel and within Kirsner International Asset, they want to be into a place that provides a lot of pleasure and is easy, accessible, mm -hmm. but where the services as well as, as, as the top services. We are about to launch a new brand called Syro. Mm -hmm. um, Syro stands for something very unique that currently doesn't exist. And February 1st, we're opening our first Syro in Dubai. So we hope you're going to have the opportunity to visit because this is absolutely unique and very high-end when it comes uh, to innovations. We call it as a lab within Kirsner International because there is so many innovation within the concept. It's based on five pillars which are under the biohacking philosophy. So you have sleep. We pay very specific attention on the sleep within the rooms. We have developed our own mattresses which is thermoregulating the temperature of your body. So you might find, oh, that's funny. But in fact, we have done that with uh, very specialized people like AC Milan, the sleep therapist of AC Milan. And that's guaranteed that while you sleep, your body temperature doesn't vary too much during the night. Because if it varies too much over and above three degrees, it's impact your urinal system, then you woke up, then you go to toilets. And if you go to toilets at night in a hotel, you even have to be a bit more alert because you don't know the rooms, you don't know where you are. And these mattresses, and this is scientific, is not me as a hotelier serving you a soup that you don't want to eat, is really to tell you that this guarantee that you expand your strong sleep time, you know, you have different, different cycling in sleep, and you expand that between 30 to 45 minutes. And this is quite significant because into your deep sleep, this is whereby you really get the best of the recovery. So amongst many, many other innovations that you have within the rooms, you have this specific mattress that we have designed. You have as well a full set that you can really do stretching, you can do your yoga, you can do many, many things within the comfort of the room. And the rooms has no TV. Because as well with the microwave that the TV is providing, it's not really good for the body. But instead of that, you have a video projector, which is giving you an oversized screen with lots of activities that you can do to the comfort of the room. That's one pillar called sleep. The second one, it's really, really important, is mindfulness. Resort today doesn't really take the importance of all the activities to yoga, all activities to stress management, all of those points. Each of the Syro Hotel, which have a mindfulness room, which providing all of those services. So you have yoga classes along the entire day. The third pillar is really important as well, is nutrition. But you were talking about wellness, and we don't want to impose nutrition. 
We believe all of you, if you're going to a hotel, you know exactly what's good for your body, you know what you need to eat, and then we are just providing what you want. We are working to a flexitarian approach that you are controlling the amount of protein that you want to eat during the day, and then we are making all of our menu very flexible on that matters. And we work with short production times, meaning all the products will not be too far away, and we are cooking superfood in a very, very unique manner. Mostly superfood product, we know that they're good for the body, but when you have it front of the plates, uh, it's potentially not as appealing. So that's pretty much a kind of another very interesting pillars that everybody will appreciate it. And today when they're traveling, they always found it complicated to ask or to have a flexibility from the restaurant to provide what they want to eat. The other very important pillars is recovery. Mm. And we're talking about wellness and our approach yeah. to that. So it's providing when you're traveling to a Sayo hotel, you have a guarantee, you have a ice pool bath, you have infrared sauna, and you have extraordinary recovery massage, which is done by people which have been working within the sports industry. So they know exactly which muscles they need to impact in order to make sure the recovery is very strong. And then the last pillar is fitness. And fitness within our space is a, a, a gym which is more than 900 square meters in a hotel, which has been designed with the support of uh, ambassador that we're dealing with, Hamla Ali, which is an Olympic champion, Adam Petty, which is a swimmer, Olympic champion as well, and AC Milan team. And the whole gym has been designed by the support of those professionals. And me as a hotelier, I have potentially spent the most interesting time of my career to learning so much yeah. about how those extremely high aspirational individuals are looking after their body, are looking after their lifestyle, and they have been so generous to sharing that to all of us. And then the gym has been designed by those individuals, but we are providing classes. And if you're traveling, you have access to an app, classes, which you can at any standpoint of time, while you are into a business trip, you can go to these classes, you can go to these classes, and you can change in a simple click. We have as well a very unique um, services, which is called sport concierge. So for example, you come to Dubai and you are a boxer, you know, and you know that for your lifestyle, while you have to do the conference, you have to you to, 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 to work well and to function well, you need to do boxing. Yeah. The sports concierge will give you access to a gym, will select a sparring partner that fits your level, so you will be guaranteed that you will be able to continue what you do in New York while you are traveling. So all of those activities combined together with these biohacking pillars within one hotel, it has never been done before. And that's the beauty about this approach to wellness is it does not always need to be in the massage room. It's yeah. this whole ecosystem which is driving around that. And our colleagues, the, 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 the environment that we are building around that, so February 1st is Cyro Wanzabil, and the pipe for coming Cyro around the world is quite, um, quite unique. And that will be the place for anyone that wants to keep his lifestyle and wants to make sure that there is no compromise while he's traveling, Cyro will be the next place. Yeah, I was thinking about those pillars. I've managed to neglect every single one of them while here on this trip. So, 
maybe, maybe some change will be in the future. Okay, so Kirsten is really expanding. And I'm curious, as you expand over the different brands, how are you finding keeping your core luxury value or, or, or are you actually you know, looking to you know, have a new customer set as well? So that's as well very interesting. But first, we, we're going to our pillars about who we are as personnel. So yeah. as a company, um, our vision is to be legacy makers. You know, and whatever in Atlantis, the Royal, Atlantis, uh, Dubai next door, any hotel that we are doing has absolutely no other ambitions to be a legacy maker's destinations, to serve a purpose which is higher than the hotel, you know, to serve the community, mm -hmm. to serve the country, to serve really something meaningful on the long term. And then we have sharing values. One value that we have, we can only do luxury. Mm. So luxury is our space. Then we are purely dedicated on leisure make us very different because we are not uh, bothered by corporate business, by corporate deals which are changing, which are continuously challenging the competition amongst the others. We're purely focusing on the leisure. And then we have something else which is very important. We do not have loyalty program and we will never have loyalty program. Why? Because luxury cannot be trade on points. It's about experiences. You want the suite, you have to pay the suite because you will enjoy the suite for what it is. Mm. Not because you have an upgrade, not because you are burning point for something that has been not really something that's on you. And the loyalty, the emotions to the brand cannot be traded by points. So those are the common values within Kirstner. Then within this, we have different brands. So Atlantis, you see what Atlantis is all about, energetic, integrated resort, something super special. And then we have one and only, ultra luxury, very, very bespoke, one-off hotels. And we made another statement which is very strong, and for that I want to thank our board and uh, the ownership of uh, Kirstner International. We have committed to cap the growth of one and only to 35. So this is a commitment to luxury as well. We will not have more than 35 one and only. Why? Because you cannot compromise the attentions provided for my team to what is an ultra-luxury experiences. And then we have these two other brands which we just have recently created, Cyro, which we are absolutely passionate about it, and Rare Finds. And for the Dubai, I'm sure you know Babel Sham, which uh, we just have recently reopened, and we have reinterpreted uh, the value of what is this new brand and what this new brand stands for. And Rare Finds has the mission, and that's as well a mission which is above just serving a cappuccino and being into a hospitality environment. We are having the visions to unlocking destinations. Who will thought that if you are in Dubai with everything that Dubai has to offer, you will take the car one hour to go to Babel Sham. Mm. So we're putting all our energy to curate destination and to making so much effort into one places that people will find, if I'm come to Dubai, I need to go to Babel Sham. It will be something that will be uh, providing something very unique, very special. 
And actually, we're very proud because um, it's have started super strongly, and we're very happy the way of we have been able to repositioning Babel Sham within the landscaping of Dubai, which is a market which is extremely competitive. Potentially, is one of the destinations which have the most iconic asset of the world. So to exist within the space, it's a challenge. Other than wellness, which we already talked about, do you see any uh, real trends in evolving consumer preferences for pe from the people who walk through your doors? Things that they want that they didn't want before? And the level of personalizations and yeah. the customization of the experiences is, is very unique. And what technology uh, do you use? Because that seems to be a common thread to get that personalization. How are you doing it? This is interesting. I think uh, at the same time, people want personalizations, but they do want to have tracking of the personal data. So <laughs> it's a kind of, uh, they still want to be perceived as they're very unique in any place that they do. So. At one point, they don't want to repeat at the breakfast that they want to have, uh, uh, you know, a uh, special kind of milk, that they have the way that they want the eggs to be prepared. They want all of this to be well known, but they want to be extremely private as well within the state. And, and what we find out is this element of privacy and security is absolutely core to what we do. So we are back to the old system. It's about people. It's about being able to read the so guests. So you're analog? To anti no, but we, 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 we're doing it manually as well to, to being able to yeah. uh, not having a trace. Because uh. what really people do not want is to left behind confidential data that might be used in the future. So it's, it's, a, it's a fine balance. Mm -hmm. And your example about our colleagues was very spot on. It's about the value that we have within our employee philosophy. Yeah. And one of the pillars is anticipations. Mm. So we train our colleagues to be able to develop the skills of anticipating customer needs in order to do things before they're asking us to do. Yeah. And that's luxury. That is certainly, <laughs> that is certainly luxury, I can tell you that. Um, I want to talk about food a little bit and how you decide which partners to, to work with. I've had some of your, some of your cuisine here in, over the last couple of days. It's been extraordinary. So how, how are you making those decisions about um, who, comes to the, who comes to your restaurants, what chefs you, that, that you work with, and how important is that, do you think, to your customers? So it's absolutely key to us. And um... Currently today, Custer International is the global company which has the largest collaboration of celebrity chefs. So the number of celebrity chefs that we're uh, dealing with is just extraordinary and giving us a competitive advantage. I will say that uh, first, uh, we have an extraordinary team that's able to evaluate talent and being able to source chefs when they are at the beginning of their career and uh, convince them to partner with us. And then while they're expanding and growing, we're giving them the opportunity to becoming a better chef and to increase the way that uh, they can expand the business. And that's something that we're very proud because along the journey that we are having with Kostner, we have been able to develop yeah. a lot of chefs which now are uh, celebrity chefs. You who know. is your, who's your, uh, like, who's the next big chef? Who, who's, the, who's the new star? Could you pick one? So, 
I will give you an example. In our next upcoming uh, hotel that we're about to open, one and only one, Zabil, we'll have as well an extraordinary collection of celebrity chefs and potentially, I mean, you will just be amazed. So Paco Morales uh, is a chef out of Spain, yeah. uh, extremely talented. When we start the project eight years ago, about one and only one, Zabil, he had one Michelin star. Two weeks ago, he has been awarded three Michelin stars. And he's opening a hotel, Cabo, right there, January 1st. So we're super proud that we have been along the journey and that now Dubai and all of us, we will be enjoying a chef which has evolving in his career, evolving on the way that he's representing this Mores cuisine in an absolutely incredible fashion. And by the way, the restaurant that we have designed for him, I mean, it's potentially the best stage ever that the three Michelin star chef will have in Dubai. So this is an example yeah. about these elements. But um, what I want to say is that while we're collaborating with celebrity chefs and the luxury that we have now is that they're knocking on our door. Yeah. Because they've seen the benefit that they have to collaborating with a company which is respectful of their vision, respectful of who they are, and help them to really express the talent. So that's really important. But as a customer, we're having as well our own homegrown concept. And we're giving as well a chance to our own chefs who have their own chance to express themselves into a concept that we are investing in. So we have Andeliman, we have uh, Tapasake, which is our homegrown concept. So all of those names, as names that you will heard, Drift as well is our homegrown concept, which people of Dubai knows it very well. And we're going to continue as well to balance our offering with unique concepts that we're investing on, but we are pushing our internal talent. The last panel I, I did uh, about an hour ago, we talked a lot about ESG. And I wanted to, you know, I've, I've asked several people this over the last few days, and I wanted to ask you as well. Do you think that luxury and sustainability can truly, truly coexist? Is it possible? And not maybe the PR answer, but the real answer, because it's hard. The real answer is that I really believe that uh, hospitality has an opportunity for one time to anticipate and to be better before somebody else doing an hour behind. Mm. We have been very bad on technology. Some company like Expedia, Booking.com have taken the business out of us and making a business out of it. We have so many examples on the way that we have, not, we have been too passive. Mm. We have just been waiting and then suddenly our hospitality ecosystem has been taken by others. Uh, we believe that now with ESG, we can own it and we can lead it. We're doing for wellness, we're doing for F&B, and we're very, very pushy as well on ESG. If you look the level with our Atlas program of activities that we're doing within Atlantis, about looking about mammal species, about reintroduction of mammal species, about education, which we're investing on education in a big way, about bringing children to understand the importance of the ecosystem and all the oceanography, I mean, it's just incredible. This is a good example of how an organization like Atlantis can yeah. really impact the life of young children by educating them to the importance of preserving the mammal species. What's the hardest 
nut to crack? What's the, what's the hardest thing for sustainability to figure out for a hotel or the hospitality industry, do you think? In ESG? Yeah. The biggest challenge. The biggest challenge is that uh, we are a resort company, so we're still going in remote destinations, mm. which you need to access to, and that's potentially something that uh, we'll have to work together with uh, airline company, with uh, boat transfer, uh, in order for us to continue to uh, helping communities and being able to develop countries. To, uh, but we'll have to do as, as an ecosystem. It cannot be just as an alone. But I'll give you an example which is very important. As you know, we are in Rwanda. We have two absolutely extraordinary lodges uh, with one and only, and one is named one and only Gorilla Nest. When we opened the first lodge in Rwanda seven years ago, there were only 10 families of gorilla left in the entire mm. region. A family of gorilla is between 10 to 15 individuals. Since we opened one and only Gorilla Nest, and since we work together with the Rwanda government to establish a proper concept, we first, everyone which wants to have this absolutely once-of-a-lifetime experiences to spend one hour with a family of gorilla in the middle of the wild, they have to pay quite of an expensive price. It's 1,500 US dollars to go into access to see the gorilla. It's not cheap. But since this has been established, no baby gorilla approach anymore. All of those local families have a job. Either they are guide, either they're working into the retail, which is around the gorilla experiences. And since we have opened the hotel now, we have 25 families of gorilla available within this entire ecosystem. They have so much gorilla that now they're moving gorilla to Uganda or to another mountain, which is an extraordinary problem to have. Because seven years ago, it was a species which was about to disappear. And now it's something that we have been able to stabilize. So tourism can do good. Tourism can really help. And this is an extraordinary example is how when we work together, you can really expand and making ESG a real positive story. Well, I can think of no better story to end on for our conference this year. Philippe, thank you so much for Pleasure. joining thank us. You so much. Thank you. This has been the Skift Podcast. Thank you for listening.